struggled in the red zone. He fall. Touchdown! Alevi, he fall. Jet sweep on the goal line. They weren't expecting that. That caught the edge players inside. And then a tremendous block by Pututau, number 17 on the edge there, giving Hifo a huge hole inside. It's a run for Hall. Dodging and scoring. Oh, my goodness. Did you see him finish that run? He ran over Shelton. Third down and goal. Katoa. That's a couple times BYU has thundered through a Utah State tackler for a score on the ground tonight. And the wheel goes on a rolling to Provo. 42-14. The Cougars have spoken tonight. 42-14, the final score. And there goes the wheel for BYU. Welcome in, 97.5, 12 into the zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hans Olsen, Scotty G, but more importantly, it is your Cougar preview show. So we've got Will Snowden hanging out with us. Will, how are you? You know I am. I mean, you saw what happened this weekend. It was a wonderful weekend. I'm feeling, I'm feeling confident and I'm feeling like the Cougars have got on some a serious track and on a two-game winning streak after you know beating two good ball clubs. So it's an exciting time, Hans. It's a, it's a very exciting time right now. It's really crazy, man. This is the most bipolar season I've been a part of. This is the most confused I've been by a BYU football team ever. Yeah, I mean, they really had me rattled. But last week, I, 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 I felt like I was on an emotional roller coaster. I was on an emotional roller coaster last week. You know, in the pregame, we talked a lot about about both teams, and um, I, I couldn't come up with the score. But I, I told you that I thought that BYU would win, and I had this feeling that they would win really big. And it was making me uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, I, I, I was thinking to myself, why am I thinking they're going to just smack these guys? What's going? on and sometimes you know in this state people start I'm drinking that juice and that kool-aid so I'm heavily gonna, i'm just gonna put the headset back off i don't want to hear any more of this <laughs> scotty listen what did i t- i told you that yeah yeah you were right yeah but but I, I just i mean i felt that and then but also in my gut and i was nervous and i thought maybe i you know i had one too many kool-aids and sometimes people people have one too many kool-aids and um i didn't i was right about it but uh wow they looked unbelievable on Saturday night. And, and let's be honest, Scotty, Utah State looked like they just looked absolutely terrible. Yep. that That's the word. I, I mean, it was terrible. But, you know, and, and they, you know, they're trying to figure some things out up there. And, and I'm not going to, you know, I'm, a, I don't, I'm not a guy who kicks a team when they're down. Um, but, wow, that was not. That was not a yeah. good showing. They got out physical, out coached, out really out everything. BYU fans should feel really excited about what they saw. I wanted to start with this because I sent out a tweet talking about the three quarterbacks that we've seen this year for BYU. All three of them are playing efficient. They're making the right decisions, and they're not. They're never part of the problem. They always seem to be on the right page doing what's asked of them, whether it's Zach Wilson, Baylor Romney, or Jaron Hall. Just talk about their progression. Talk about their development. Talk about what you're seeing from the quarterbacks. Well, you just have to really they, – they look unbelievable. I mean, really, you, you, it's, it, it's very rare – 
um, to see a team at any level, even any level. I don't care what school it is that you go three deep and they, and you, and you don't feel like you're missing anything. Um, all of these guys can play. Um, and, and, and obviously you have to take your hat off to number one, uh, Aaron Roderick. He, he's a guy who does great things with quarterbacks. Um, his passing game coordination is just absolutely unbelievable. Uh, right now the quarterbacks are getting the ball out on time. Um, they feel very in control. They, you know, you can look at the game and see that the quarterbacks are coming in and they understand what they're trying to accomplish. Um, so my hat's off to Coach Roderick and the whole entire offensive staff um, because those guys came in with a wonderful offensive game plan. Um, Jaron looked, I mean, uh, that's as good of a first half as you'll see. Yeah. Um, he looked like he was in, you know, you know, a little turbo, um, turbo speed. He was a, ahead of everyone else. He looked fast in his runs, fast in his uh, progressions and in, in, in his decision making. Uh, made some big time throws, and then yeah, Baylor come in in the third quarter, and you're thinking, oh, what you know, well, what's going on here? Because uh, you know, a lot of people didn't understand really what the injury was. Um, and Baylor comes in, you're thinking, wait, maybe they're just going to play two guys today. And Baylor comes in and. and does what he does. Do that first drive, BY, because I thought, you know, anytime a new quarterback comes in, you know, you think, okay, and Utah State had some momentum. They scored that touchdown at the end of the second quarter. And then you see a new quarterback out there, you think, okay, could be an interesting game here. Maybe this thing had shifted a bit. And they only get to second down one time on that drive. The first play, it's a three yard run to Katoa. And then after that, yardage of 10 yards or more on every single drive and Romney leads him right down bam yeah. it's it's 28 14 like that and everybody in that stadium's looking around going whoa yeah what was and, that and it, he took the took the air right out of the fan base i mean i i was looking I, you know i obviously been fighting this cold but uh looking at that at that group of people the fans the aggie fans just they looked absolutely defeated um confused um you know a lot you know just they needed to get home to their dogs to be loved because the only person that could truly love them the way they needed to be truly loved was when they got home saw their dog and the dog kissed the, them in the face and they let don't them know. care they don't care about what happened in the football game but but I'll tell you what Gary and those guys have some things to figure out Jeez, and you're coming um, you're coming really hard today yeah yeah it's like, good though. like you're, right. you're really you're <laughs> really coming <laughs> hey we we've, we've had those games I literally I I had a dog for a part of my professional career cuz I felt there were times I came home and I felt like I'd look at him and say you're the only one that doesn't care the only one and those dogs were needed. And if any Aggie fans are listening right now, go get a dog. You might need to get a puppy, a dog, a rescue, something. Because when you come home, they'll be they'll, you know, be they'll be happy. I don't know. The dog looks at me like I saw you give up that third. third. No, they don't know. They don't know. They don't. No, it's it's okay. Well, maybe deep down they do know, but they know that you know it's all about love. So listen. Um, <laughs> I, I, I'm ecstatic about what BYU did. They looked really good, and they're rolling at the right time. And then just to throw in something for the fans, the season that could have been. You know, when you look at the losses to, you know, South Florida, and you look at the losses at Toledo, I know everyone said, we should be 6-2, and two, and but you learn. I mean, and it's good for this staff, and it's good for these players to, to actually deal with adversity. That's what life is, mm-hmm. and this team is showing that you know what that we've had we've had some ups and downs, and I think they're on that upward swing right now that they can uh, win out these next four games and then get ready to to travel to the beautiful island of Hawaii. Two guys I want to talk to you about. Uh, number one talent, Shumway. Well, he's he had, my guy. This, my that guy. was his breakout game. 
Yeah, he looked really good, didn't he? That was the best game I've seen him play. And then Lopini Katoa, I'm talking about the all-around game. You might not look at his running numbers and be like, wow, that guy ran over the field. But when you watch what he did in blocking schemes, he blew some guys up, knocked some dudes out, really played well in the blocking schemes. So talk about those two guys and what they stepped up and did. Well, you know, that was big. I mean, we have a trigger Lo- in here. Lopini, <laughs> that see that might be your dog. I see him as a person. Loved. As a per- I see when I seen that dog here today, the little dog in the in the, the waiting room. In the waiting room, uh, I'm thinking to myself, what in the world? But <laughs> but, but I, I will tell you, it's needed. And, and I see Hans as that person. You know, you know, when you get a little bit older, you'll be walking around with your dog. Everywhere it goes and everywhere you go, and it's going to be annoying and yapping. and Tie that dog to a light pole. Yeah, I mean, it's really hard to concentrate. I'm not going to lie. All that, dog, all that barking is bothering me. But let's get back to Katoa. Sorry. Let's get back to Katoa. Listen, Katoa looked like I really thought to myself for a minute there that Utah State, the field had jets. And it was the Jets were only propel, propelling the Cougars. Yeah, Everyone looked so much faster. Last year when we watched Washington play BYU, if you watch that game, it looked that that was the difference. Washington looked faster, more physical, more, just better all around. And Lupini, I mean, he was flying around that field. He looked unbelievable. But more importantly, it's the scheming, util, utilizing his skill set properly. And that's what Lupini is. He, he, he's kind of a, you know, a Swiss Army. Knife, you he can do a lot for that offense. So that nothing's a surprise. Obviously, I've been working with him, loving him since high school um, at American Fork. He played with my sons, um, and then you know, uh, then my my all time favorite Cougar. He's I mean, literally, um, Shumway just. You know, he, you've got to have such a respect. It seems like Shumway's been at BYU forever. Mm-hmm. Um, it seems like when I coached him, it was like 30 years ago, and, and now he's still finishing up his college career. But there's no one who deserves to have a breakout game more than, than that young man. He's put in the work. He's fought through a lot of injuries that people don't know about. He's he's plays beat up. He's a tough guy, and he'll go up there, get the ball, and he made some, some big-time catches this weekend. But also, Finau, I mean, I mean, that dude looked like he had a, a turbo boost. Yeah. I mean, he was fast. He was decisive. He was downhill. Uh, ball Second high. week in a row. I mean, the guy just looked unbelievable. So you have to say, AJ, uh, hats off to you uh, for finding a, a guy who can come in and, and attack. Now my next question is I want to see uh, my another kid I worked with, Aust- uh, Jackson McChesney. McChesney. I think you guys are going to see Jackson get inserted into this into the last four games. I think you'll get a chance to see the Lone Peak product. He's a you receiver. Know, you know, he's a running running back. back. Yeah, and I think you'll get a chance to see him. And I think he's got he's got something. He's got quite a bit. So I'm excited to see if they uh, get him involved with the game plan. You know, you bring up a point about speed though, and and there were many times where I'm looking at. At BYU players running up and down the field, and like a Utah State linebacker, and he looks like he's running in mud, like it, like he's in quicksand out there. Like they were just so much quicker. Now, look, I don't know. Like I don't think BYU's team speed is that much greater than Utah State's. Like, what is that scheme? Is that guys questioning where they need to be? Is that you know what? Where does that come from? Because. BYU just seemed like the more athletic team out there on 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 uh, Saturday. They really did. It was amazing to me, and uh, I think it was uh, a lot of that comes with real motivation too. I mean, let, let's face it; these guys have came and um, these guys have came and 
hurt the Cougars' feelings very badly the last two years. Um, they smacked us last year at Cougar Stadium um, confidently. Um, and I mean, it's been a game where I think BYU kind of let out all of their emotion and anger, and 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 then also, let's face it, Kalani did a great job in the in the bye week. That so they looked rejuvenated, right? They looked faster. They looked healthy. They were flying around. And then I think that they were tired of playing little brother because it had kind of switched to like, hey, is BYU the little brother to the Aggies now? And they they were tired of hearing it. Yeah, because three in a row, that that becomes a trend. That's a a problem. Yeah, a a big problem. That's a trend. And you saw, and I saw it a little bit with Diane poking fun at the milk, and I was like, bro, are you disrespecting it? I mean, it concerned me a little bit, like, bro, it was all in good fun, but yeah, but wow, you're just going to put that out there for the media and for 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 some for them to see, and then the Aggies just go up there and just let them disrespect. I mean, I don't like being disrespected, and uh, the reality is the Aggies got completely disrespected, manhandled, uh, abused, and sent home to to drink that milk, as as the young man said. So uh, not, even, not even refrigerated either just yeah, warm. Just warm milk nobody likes warm right milk. out of the udder yeah right like, uh, yeah basically not filtered in here yeah <laughs> just yeah they, they've got to be a little rattled but I, I what what i will say is i do love that program up there and i know they'll bounce yeah, back they'll get it figured like it. out um <laughs> i i know they're going to get it figured out because they've got a great coaching staff and they've got great players up there but byu really we have to just scotty you have to give them the respect they deserve. oh absolutely they played like just a much, much better team, a better prepared team. And listen, I, I, I watched back that Air Force <laughs> Utah State game. They took a beating out there as well. And I, I was just thinking to myself, I think the D lineman's legs are still hurting because they were just getting chopped down over and over and over and over and over again the week before. And then you had BYU's big old lineman come in here and just decide that they're going to put hands on you from the jump. Yeah. And they set the tone that it's going to be a physical nasty game. And I think that I, I I think that, that that those guys really had a gut check that they didn't want it. They didn't want that physicality of the game. And that happens to every young man playing this game of football. Hans and I have had plenty of conversations where, you know, I remember sitting in the game looking across at the linebacker, Brian Erlacher. We were at New Mexico. I knew he was blitzing, and I thought to myself, I don't want this. Maybe I should dodge him. <laughs> Instead oh, of blocking, yeah, and, and so when you think yeah. that in a game, I mean, obviously, I had the choice that I could lay him and pretend like I didn't see the blitz and yeah. make up an excuse, or I just have to man up and go get him. And of course, I manned up and went and oh. got him. But the point is, that's where Utah State was last week. Hats off to Kalani Sataki. Hats off to the defensive coordinator and the defensive staff. And wow, what about Grimes and this man, Aaron Roderick? They did a wonderful job. You know, the, a lot of creative play calling there too, especially you know, you know, with the reverse, double reverse, reverse pass. Back to the quarterback. I mean, they were they were throwing the kitchen sink out there, and Utah State had no answer for it. I mean, are you not entertained? That, well, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, man, this is fun to actually you – know, this is fun coaching. And I really think that Grimes has decided, you know what, uh, Aaron, we're going to really spend more time talking to each other and uh, getting more creative and making this fun for the kids. And it's always funner. I mean, hands, you know how it is when, when – I mean, defensive guys don't get much, especially D tackles and guys of your stature and, and, and who you were. But, you know, remember when you got a chance to do something special, a stunt was called, and you knew it was your time to, mm-hmm. to do something instead of just stay there and 
play your gap. Yeah. And that meant a lot. That's what makes the game fun. It's, uh, you are absolutely right. When he goes to Talon Shumway, he's like, hey, Talon, so what we're doing? Or goes to Baylor and like, hey, this is your opportunity. We're going to do a throwback. I need you off the, off the edge on this one. You know, like. Yeah, it's a great feeling. You, you wake up, you feel energized, excited. Let me tell a quick story just real quick and okay. I'll let you just go. Uh, you know, I, I was in the Norm Chow era of, and, and what I was is the trick play guy. So I did the toss pass, the reverse fake. I would run a wheel. I ran the wheel plays. That was when I, I knew those were my plays. And we practiced them all the time. But Norm very rarely called him. So, <laughs> uh, but, but it would be, Will, this week we're going to, this week we're going to have this opportunity to, and, and I'd be fired up. And then during the game sometimes, Will, Will, come over. Like, we're going to call it. And then yeah. it would be more of, okay, no, 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 maybe. And, and, and so, <laughs> so but that, still that excitement is great. And that's what it's about. The fans want to see yeah. it. The players want to do it. And that's what makes this game just absolutely awesome it's cracking me up man unless you're on the receiving end of it yeah so will brings up some some funny like on-field emotions and scotty i can remember being in situations like byu put utah state in and i can remember in the middle of the game (laughs) i'm i'm getting my trash kicked and i'm i'm getting up off the ground i'm like you know i'm done with football i'm like i'm gonna start paying attention in school and then as I'm walking back to the huddle, I'm like, oh, man, I'm failing biology. I better pick my butt off the ground and start playing <laughs> some football because I can't do this school. <laughs> you go through so many different things, man. When you're, when you're getting trashed like that, you're like, oh, man, I'm going to do something else with my life. This sucks. And you're like, hey, I'm not good at much else. Like, I got to get back into paleontology. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, there were so many times. Like, <laughs> Man, I wish I could just dig up bones. It'd be so much easier. So than much this. easier. All right, 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network kicking off your Cougar preview show as BYU gets set for a much-anticipated, much, uh, much, uh, much excited matchup against Liberty. Yeah. Coming up this weekend. The Flames. <laughs> Hey, don't the Flames? Uh, they've got some dudes. They they got some dangerous players over there. It's going to be actually, stop it, Will. No, I, I'm going to tell you no. the truth. We're going, BYU's going to win the game, but I'm telling you, they've got some athletes. If they don't cover 30 points in this game, that's a disgrace. Is that, is that what the line is? Don't uh, do that. Don't no. No, I don't. He's, I don't see know what you're doing. doing. See what he's doing. He's 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 still angry. It is what we'll it let is. Let him vent a little bit. Okay, I'm not angry like the win loss. I'm angry. I had to call a game that was like. Three, you know, three and a half hours long. That was not a really fun Here's game the to thing. call. All three of us can agree that good football and good football games are much better, oh. and much more engaging. There was, there's a moment, like there's a moment in the fourth quarter, you're like I don't really want to be on the air right now anymore. What, what, Ajay, but, take over. But, but what's crazy though, Will Scotty and I were talking about this. Utah State had an opportunity to score a touchdown as the fourth quarter started yes, to yes. get them within two scores, and yep. you're still you're thinking you got Jordan Love on the field. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're like, well, two scores isn't safe with 15 minutes left on the clock it's not even safe no nope. but then it hey they shot this and, and by the way really by the way byu was if, if he was like scott's being no no byu was so good in that game and i and and you could not be more happier for kalani sataki a rod grimes the rest of that staff you know to go from being a two and four wondering if you're going to get to a bowl game wondering if coaches are going to be able to hold on to their jobs to now a very real possibility of going eight and four and winning six in a row to end the season that's a that's a remarkable turnaround for BYU and they deserve all the credit that's coming their way 
All right, live here at Tim Daly Nissan Southtown off that 114 South exit. Uh, 100 point credit score bump still in effect here. So if you're rocking a 550, you can become a 650 just by walking in the door. 650, yep, yeah, absolutely. And in that 100 point credit bump saves you thousands of dollars in interest on every single one of those loans. Even if you got a pretty good score, let's say you're like high 600s or 700, you bump that into the 800s, that's going to save you a ton of money. A ton of money. They'll, they'll save it on all those. Matter of fact, it could drop you two or three points at that bracket right there. And then uh, let's also talk about the forever warranty. And people don't believe me when I talk about this. I've had so many people say there's no way this is legitimate, where I can buy a vehicle and I get a warranty at no charge. And that vehicle will be covered for as long as I own it. Covered for as long as you own it. People come in all the time, Scotty, and they're like, uh, so what's the catch? What do I got to do? <laughs> Everybody always says, how much maintenance do I have to do back here at the dealership? It's actually the, obviously maintain the vehicle, but this is good anywhere in the United States. So if you live here and you get transferred to Pennsylvania, that forever warranty follows you all the way to Pennsylvania for as long as you own that car. Love it, man. Get down here. And, uh, and by, look, we're getting to the end of the year. You guys want to make Will and Deal down here. Will and Deal. These 2000, uh, got a couple of 2018s actually left still out here. 2019s are on the year-end blowout, and we just need to get rid of all these cars. Tim, the Dal- lot. Tim Daly, Nissan Southtown off that 114 South exit, plus a ton of jazz gear still left over. And your chance to win tickets to go see BYU and Liberty right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone. This is Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Monday night football. A cat gets on the field, man. Of course it does. Running around. Started in the red zone. Smart. I get the feeling that if I had to be involved with that cat, that would have made us keep it. Oh, yeah. That cat would be at your home now. Although I would have traded out Spazzy in a second. Four cuddles? A football cat? <laughs> for Spaz? <laughs> Done. <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> this cat's famous. This cat scored more touchdowns than I ever did. Hey, Spaz. Uh, uh, I'm going to do this like an NFL coach is going to do it. Bring your playbook and uh, bring your food bowl. All right, you're both going to run a 40 and whoever finishes first. (laughs) Spaz is on the trade block. Yeah. Tony Parks and Austin Horton. Weekdays from 10 to noon on 97.5 1280 The Zone in the Zone Sports Network. Ninety-seven five, twelve eighty, the zone and the zone sports network. Hans and Scotty, Will Snowden, with us. It's the Cougar Preview Show, right here on the Zone Sports Network, recapping BYU's impressive, dominating victory over Utah State. Now get set for a home battle against Mighty Liberty, and you can uh, catch that game, uh, or you can uh, catch the uh, pre and post game show right here on the Zone Sports Network. The <laughs> salt. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? It, it, it's disrespectful. What? It, it's disrespectful. You know what you're doing. Mighty Liberty. Well, you're what, the what? one that said Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> hey, hey, Liberty. No, I'm just saying. I'm telling you right now. Did you? All, all I'm saying is, this is my question. That this is what I know BYU fans do, and I do as well, but not to this terrible thing. How many points did you, did, did Liberty score on UMass? 
Like 60-something. 64. Okay, so we, so you know what's going to be a failure if BYU – we have to score 70 now. If we don't, we're not as good. So, so that, <laughs> that, that's what, what you're trying to set up is you, you're trying to get things going in a way that I'm just – I'm not going to fall for the banana on the tailpipe. You know what this is? <laughs> this is? This is what we do in sports radio. Like I've been doing this for like 15 years now. Oh. Well, that's why you're the best, bro. Oh, man. I, I will say, though, and I want to get back to that Utah State game, frankly, because I don't really want to talk about Liberty that much. But um, what what BYU did defensively. Now, Utah State, look, they got – I mean, it's almost kind of a slap in the face for for Utah State to have 530-some-odd yards of total offense and only score 14 points. <laughs> Did you get? Did you see the touchdown? What? I forgot about this. I, I was on this. I was thinking to myself, "Oh dear God, what is he doing?" Did you what? see the touchdown? When I scored? Yeah. Well, I saw you running for it, and I loved it. But then you start. I didn't I, know what to do with my hands. <laughs> <laughs> I got to the end zone. I didn't know what to do with my arms. Tyler, that, that's wonderful. That's what you not wonderful. Uh, sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Tyler guys. just got blocked. <laughs> yeah, I've got to retweet this out right No, now. don't retweet that. It's Let's not. Get, this, needs to be, this needs to be viral, Hans. So I, I do oh, wanna, it's been viral uh, for a while now, yeah. I do want to talk about this, though. Um, I, what did you see? Stop, Scotty. Will, stop. I can't. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It gets better every time. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I could watch that all day. I can't wait till my wife sees this. I can't wait till Courtney sees this. <laughs> Have you seen the uh, video montage somebody put together? No, we said uh, Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Sorry, Hans. But Hans, come on, man. That you're you that that alone put you in the NFL. I know, dude. I it was a great game, and and I did love having that touchdown. It's just crazy that it's been mocked for twenty years. But you have to admit, hands it it just looks absolutely. I, I it it looks. Were you, were you biting your lower lip? <laughs> that was crazy. Wow. Uh, I'm so ready to move on. How about you guys? <laughs> Talk about that BYU defense. <coughs> oh, no, my point Sorry, was guys. when you uh, when you when a team has over 530 yards of total offense, but only scores 14 points. I mean, that's that's that, you don't see that happening very often. I mean, that that's a crazy number. The Utah State was able to move the ball up and down the field, but at the end of the day, more often than not, the drive ended either in a fourth down stop, in a goal line stand, or in a turnover. Int. Let's just call it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it, it just—I—I uh, I mean, it—it's—it's it, it's got it's just the frustration level that the coach. I mean, that's what people don't understand is. Uh, can you imagine being a coach where things are you—you you, you got things going, you know, that you're moving the ball, things are going okay, and then you're getting close to the red zone, things are going okay, just. And then the turnovers happen, and it just—it's just something that they can't control. And BYU did really well. I mean, when BYU drops eight, um, they cause a serious problem. Those backers are really in those lanes; they're hiding well. Obviously, what do we, they must have? What eleven interceptions this year just for the backers? There can't be another school in the country who has as many interceptions as BYU does with their linebacking court. No, you're right. It's crazy because they going in that game. They had nine interceptions. What did it, three, two? Two, three. 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 So they're at 12. Yeah. And, 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 I, and, and I think and all of them but one are from backers. Are from backers. Yeah. 11, ba- 11 turnovers, 11 interceptions from the linebackers. Wilgar's got like three. 
Yeah. Well, it, 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 it's, and it's Fanua, nuts. Fanua's got two. Two. Yeah. And then yeah. now you have uh, Kafusi's got two at least. I, I don't know. Yeah, so linebackers are, are doing it. And then, of course, with the red zone, it really starts to condense and it makes it even more, um, more uh, what do you call it, clogged up, more difficult to find those lanes and those passing lanes. Well, if you can't, if you can't run the ball on that 3-3-5 three, three, and you get inside the 20-yard line, there's no way you're getting into that end zone if no. you can't run the ball. And, uh, you know, uh, Mahi and... Um, and uh, the horse eater. Um, Kyrus. Kyrus. Um, I mean, they were so great anchoring that middle of that offensive line and not letting anything get past. They did such a tremendous job that Utah State could not run the ball on that three-man front. But did they try enough? That's good. Yeah, okay. That's and, fair. And, and, you, and I think they outthought themselves a little bit. You get down, and you, you – I mean, they should have uh, – yes, you have to stick with trying to run the ball. And then you have concerns because, you, you know, Jalen's out. He gets knocked out in the first quarter. Um, you're trying to protect Bright. You, you know, I, I listen – it, 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 I mean, I think we should move on to the mighty. To, uh, I think it's, I mean, Scott, there's not much to say. It's it just sometimes you have to, I mean, you got to move on. Uh, and uh, so there was a lot of things that Aggies just didn't do well. Go home and, 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 go but, home and hug your dog. But 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 Elisa Tuiaki, I mean, those guys are doing, those guys are gapping up and they're causing pressure and, and controlling of five men. I mean, it, it really yeah. is amazing. I mean, it, it really is. But I wasn't. I didn't. I, I wasn't like trying to slam Utah State. I was just trying to prop up BYU for their effort. That yeah. Game. I wasn't bemoaning the fact that Utah State couldn't run the ball. It's that BYU never allowed them to. They didn't. And the linebackers are doing a much better job of recognizing run in that three down line situation. The linebackers are doing a better job of being physical at the point of attack. And one of the film studies that I did was showing Kavika Fonua come and and fill on a run recognition and he actually collisioned oh. the guard at the line of scrimmage. Well, so you had Kyrus taking the center across, double team comes off and this I think it was the, actually the center that came off on Kavika and he's there at yeah. the line of scrimmage. And that has not been the that case. Not been but the what case. I think do think you will see one person you're not talking about who is just and, and I know he's an alpha kid and, and people will say, "Well, you're just trying to promote your kids." No. Did you watch how aggressive and physical Austin Kofinsis plays at the line of at yeah. the point of attack? I mean, dude, you. T- I mean, he was stoning anyone who it would. He would take on the block, fill. I mean, he he had an unbelievable game. It's very silent. You have to watch it. You have to watch the linebacker play because a lot of times you're talking about you know someone stoning something at the line of scrimmage. That's what linebacker play is about. That is how you defeat the run. And I'll tell you, I think Kofinsis is going to cause a lot of problems these next four games. A lot. I think that wraps it up, man. I think they, we can move on to the mighty Liberty. What do you call them? The Flames. So is Long Beach, are they moving forward with that thing? Yeah, the beaches. Yeah, They're the Long Beach beaches. <laughs> wow. Yep. <laughs> Could you imagine that board meeting? <laughs> Oh, Long Beach it. State beaches. 
I feel bad, man. Will's been fighting a cold for a yeah. long time. A week now. It's been. Uh, They're please, beaches. Pray, pray all for of me, them. please. But I'm, I'm doing better. I mean, last week was really bad. Uh, I'm, I'm coming along. We got the right medicine, and I know last week was terrible, man. Because I know you wouldn't miss that game for hardly anything. Oh, I, I, I know you desperately wanted to get up to Logan to watch that game. I, I, well, I did, and then until the game started, and I was like. I was expecting to see much a better game, you, so so you, I was happy to you be watching chose it. wisely. Yeah. yeah, and I was able to rewind, watch things really closely, and um, enjoy it. And then I was able to text with you guys and let you know how much I missed you and how much I knew that you guys did that. You guys didn't even text me to say, "Hey, Will, I hope you're feeling okay." I had to reach out to both of you. What kind of men are you? <laughs> it was a busy day. I don't really remember getting a text. <laughs> what kind? Oh, of, it was okay. Fine. What kind of, <laughs> what kind of men? <laughs> All right. What do we know about Liberty? We'll break down the flames when we come back. Cougar Preview Show next, 97.5, 1280 The Zone. Slow Mo Joe. The Joe Ingles Show with DJ and PK. What do you think of load management in October? I don't like it, but in saying that, I would obviously never judge anybody's personal situation or whatever unless you know what's going on. I've always tried to play every game I possibly could. That's just me. I just would rather play. If I'm healthy, why not play? I think the flip side of that is obviously the fans and the organizations. These people put a lot of money into us playing and spending a lot of money to watch us play. So for me, I feel like I should go out there and try and do the best I can. Oh, yeah. Catch Jazzman Joe Ingles with DJ and PK every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Ninety-seven five twelve eighty, the Zone and the Zone Sports Network. Hans and Scotty, one fifty-two along the Wasatch Front. As it's time for your Cougar Preview Show, breaking down BYU, looking back to that dominating victory over Utah State, looking ahead to Liberty, and we'll take a closer look at Liberty here. But but now you get to your uh, you know the real soft part of the schedule, Will, and you've got Liberty, and you've got Idaho State, and you've got UMass. Those are three W's. For BYU, and I know I know you want to be cautious about that a little bit, but BYU is going to be heavily favored in all three games. Those should be three wins, and then you got San Diego State, who's nationally ranked. But I think if BYU plays the way they did against Utah State and against Boise State, I think they'll beat San Diego State. And to imagine this team going four and zero to end the season, six and zero overall after starting the season two and four, Tom Homo's got to fire up that printer and. Uh, Get a contract out here for Kalani Sataki pretty quick. Yeah, he better hurry it up. I mean, that, that's, that's – yeah, I mean, yeah, I think that contract's coming. I just keep on thinking about, what you know, the, I, I think that he's – Tom is probably up at night thinking, obviously we need to do this, and he's talking to the right people. And now I think they're just trying to get down to the final details. How many years? What What's the best bus situation? Because, you know, you, you know, it's a tough situation to go into yeah. – to what what Kalani has to face the next couple, you know, two three years. Um, remember, remember, um, uh, 
why am I having a brain freeze? Uh, Coach Chow used to say a couple three years, a couple a couple three, a couple two or three. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, a couple two two or three years, and and uh, you know he's got some serious issues that that we have to face. So I think that's done, and I do think that Kalani has a chance to really run the table these next four. And the San Diego State game, it will be a big time game. But I don't want to overlook anything because I, I just don't like overlooking anything. You have injuries. There's things that uh, you know. Talking to this this BYU staff, there are. So there are things that concern them. I mean, right now, statistically, Antonio Gandhi uh, or Antonio Golden. Wait, is it Gandhi? Gandhi Golden. Gandhi Golden, yeah. right? I mean, he's a thousand yard. He is a thousand yards. He's number two in the country. I mean, he 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 can get open. He he's a, a good receiver. Their quarterback, that that kid, he he he's don't. Scott, he's just. I'm just saying that last guy's name sounds like a something that was had chocolate and. Caramel in it. It fawns fawns fudge factory. Antonio Gandy Golden. Yeah, yeah, that's a nice name. I, I like that Gandy Golden. Sounds like a delicious treat. Antonio Gandy Golden. But but the point is they've got guys. Sorry. You know they they run the ball at you. They they take shots. They, they a lot of RPO. So BYU just has to prepare. I just don't want them going in sleeping thinking you know we knocked off Boise State. We've beat these guys. We beat these guys. So these guys are going to lay down. They're not, and they will jump on you. They can score the ball. They've got receivers who can get vertical, and those get those things. Can be. And also guys, we don't even know what's happening at quarterback this week. So so there's some drama for you. We don't. I mean, it, Baylor Romney is there. Right? Right? He should be the guy this week. Um, they have not announced that Zach is back. Um, I don't expect uh, the Hall kid to play this week. So, so there are some things that we could be that we can cause a little bit of. You know, well, I don't, we don't really know. Yeah. You know, I mean, the, so once again, BYU should win the game, but I don't want to just overlook them. That program is hot; they're winning right now, and uh, they. And, and, and one of the things is when you win, you expect to win. And what's their what's their schedule right now? What's their record right now? Six and three. Six and three. They're used to winning. They're not, a, you know, they so they go into games expecting to win. They're not going to just lay down. So should be, a, you know, it should be entertaining. They've played really. They played one team that's had some success this year. Um, their their other losses against Rutgers and Rutgers is a terrible team this year. Yeah. Uh, so they lost to Syracuse. Uh, they lost to Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns. Yeah. Um, They've those are their three losses, and then they've got wins uh, against well New Mexico, probably their best win. And how how good is New Mexico? Awful, yeah, just, awful. Yeah, that's it, probably their best win. Yeah, now. yeah. They, I mean, and guys, all I'm saying is I, I just don't want to pretend like listen. BYU should smack them really good, but if it's a if it, if they if you overlook them, they have some weapons that can hurt you. Well, I, I'll tell you. I but agree. you may have scored BYU, some points on them, so BYU should score hundred. Should absolutely dominate them, and, I, and I'm the the reason I feel more confident saying that about Liberty than I would even South Florida, is because Liberty doesn't run the ball. They don't have the ability to run the ball. They're a hundred in, in in rushing offense. They're eighty seventh in rushing offense. They put up one hundred and forty four game, but they don't even really press the run because they feel confident about the pass. I just think the pass is not. I, I mean, you could do some things. I, I still, I feel like Utah State didn't exploit yeah. some of the things that you know. There well, was one or two times they found outside man's on, but you know, you bring up a really good point too because BYU should have beat Toledo, and Toledo throughout the course of that game Terrible. realized what BYU was doing and made them pay for it. Yeah, Utah State did not do that in that game. That's, that's weird. So you know, if Liberty's got athletes and they've got some horses, and BYU uh, shows them a scheme that they're able to out scheme 
and BYU does not make adjustments, it could be a close game. Yeah, and that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, BYU should just absolutely – I'm hoping they, they should just stomp them, and that's what's going to happen. But I just don't want to – I don't want to put out there in the in the universe or to the BYU fans – Totally that, fair. Oh, it's just – oh, we'll just – it's liberty. Okay, man, we still have – we still we, – we we've lost to Toledo and South Florida, and no one expected that. BYU is not going to lose to Liberty, but they do have weapons. They do have athletes that are working their tail off every day, just like the Brigham Young athletes are working their tail off every day. We have to show them that much respect. It's coached by Hugh Freeze. What do you know about him? And I mean, I mean, I don't know a lot about Hugh Freeze, but he's a respected name in the football business. Well, I mean, the guy knows put- his exit. Oh, yeah, and they're putting he- money in. It, they're putting a lot of money into that program. He's not a particularly good human being, and all you have to do is Google what happened to mean. You know, for his dismissal at Ole Miss. So, I mean, you know, we don't need to go into those details, but he may not be a particularly good human being, but he's a hell of a football coach. And, well, and frankly, there's not a lot of good human beings that are college football coaches. But whatever, that's beside the case. The fact is, he's an X's and O's guy. He knows how to he's, – he's a good offensive mind and so good that he can even call plays from a hospital bed. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Which is really and, and, I mean, It's an actual story. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. Stupid. <laughs> Listen, guys, when you're committed, you're committed. <laughs> you're committed, man. Or when you want to make a big show of how committed you are. Yeah, that too. Bleh. Oh, that too. Go to the game. Don't go to the game. I don't care. Quit making a big deal out of it. Don't come in a medical bed. Yes. Stay home. Like, I need a, tom- a timeout. i got to clean out the colostomy bag. Like, like, <laughs> Whoa. I mean, That's ridiculous. high level. Uh, that'd be like Will showing up at pregame on the, over the weekend with like a like a breathing apparatus and <laughs> <laughs> trying to get oxygen. Time out, i got to go hit the neti pot, you know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Two o'clock straight up. It's a Wednesday, which means it's a win ticket Wednesday. You're listening to Hans and Scotty here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. Time to give away some tickets. This is your chance to win tickets. Win. It's a win ticket Wednesday. 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 Caller number 12 right now at 855-340-ZONE. And you'll win tickets right here on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's your chance to win tickets. Go see the Salt Lake City Stars. Get into all the action by grabbing your Stars tickets today. Experience the excitement and community of Stars basketball all season long. Ticket options available. Call 801-325-STAR or better yet, all you have to do is uh, be calling number 12 right now, 855-340-ZONE. That's 855-340-ZONE. This is 97.5, 1280 The Zone.